Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Standing 8. I'm Paul Fitzgerald and I'm joined by my co-host, three-time world champion and boxing hall of famer, Jeff Fennett. Great to be here, Paul. And the voice of Australian boxing, Ben Damon. G'day, Paul. Good to be here, mate. Uh, really special guest, uh, UFC featherweight champion, Alex Volkanovsky. Alex, thanks so much for coming and joining us on the show. Big couple of weeks or a month or so for you. Um, went over to Fight Island, uh, retained your title. Congratulations on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, then a couple of weeks in quarantine as well. So the highs and the lows. Yeah, man. That's oh, I always say that every time you, you fight the fighting careers and it's just it, like a roller coaster. The highs and lows throughout your whole career is just incredible. But and that's a good example for it. Man, I thought I was a big featherweight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, we'll get, we might yeah. talk a little bit about uh, the losing weight process with Jeff Fennick and yourself because I think it's changed mm-hmm. quite a bit over the years. But uh, let's talk about your most recent fight. What was the experience like of heading over to Fight Island? Yeah, man, it was a it was a process. You know, the whole you know obviously expected for, with what's going on, but it was just. The, you know, I, was, I wasn't really in the loop with what, what had to happen, but, you know, they'll sort of give me a rough idea what was going on. But we didn't have an exemption to leave the country till about six hours before I actually got on the plane. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was a, yes, they didn't tell me that. So I had a session, I had to finish my Lakata session just before we left. And then they end up telling me, but we got it in time. And But I mean, the, the process, there was a lot of protocols and, you know, a lot that needed to be done. But, you know, it was pretty smooth <clears throat> you know it was well done like UFC done a good job to, to make it make it as smooth as it was to be honest but without doubt Dana's doing a great job I think he's, he's the he's the leader in sport at the moment I mean we've, we have, obviously we've had some boxing shows but um, you know the UFC uh, yes, uh, but, are kicking um, goals he did uh, come out after your fight and say that he thought you lost the fight how'd you feel about that yeah man it's just look it's uh, about time a freaking Aussie got a Decision that yeah, was close. Well, man, it's a close fight. fight. You always yeah. get look. He's a, he's the type of guy that he's a straight. He's just going to tell you how, what he thinks. And uh, to be quite honest, you know, obviously uh, Max Holloway's a uh, one of their guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, he yeah. sells and a legend. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he's a uh, you know he's, he's marketable uh, like for them. You know, what I mean? he's he's money to them. That's how they look at it. And uh, you know, I'm still still coming up. You know, to to be quite honest, but. You know, I'm there now, and you know he's again. He's he's pretty vocal with whatever whatever he thinks, but he's done it before. So I'm not the only person he's uh, ever said yeah. that to. And you think he wants the third fight as well? Yeah, he does. But I mean, now he's obviously backpedaling with that a little bit. He knows that's just just silly. It's a close fight. You know, he probably looked at the stats, seen the numbers, and then realised, you know, all right. You know, it probably was a bit harsh. You've fought him twice now. You've beat him twice. Exactly so, right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Again, look, it was a close fight. Credit to him. We've done a great job. But you know, the, we've got judges for a reason. How and, long you was know, your was your fight camp leading up to that fight? Six weeks. It was a shorter camp than usual. usually. I do it. You know, anywhere from eight yeah. plus. Did you feel better? Because I'm a, I'm a strong believer. If you if you're keeping fit and stuff, some of these guys who tell me they're training for eight and ten weeks. Mm. Well, listen, I, I I look at it this way: if you can't get, if you're fit and healthy, like. Brock is, and man, we can get ready. We'll be ready in four weeks. I mean, yeah. we can be ready in three weeks. You know, it's just about you know getting the sparring done and stuff. But how, did you did you feel fresher? Yeah, like, I, I agree with that. Like, if I, I usually stay reasonably fit. You know, I like to be. I wouldn't say fight <coughs> fit. There's a difference between fight of fit course. and being fit. So, yeah, but it usually it takes me a few weeks. So a few weeks into my camp, I, I was fit enough. But just to stay stay sharp, work game plans, and we have a structure from about eight weeks out. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So uh, people have this structure and have these beliefs that mm-hmm. oh, it takes you eight weeks or it takes you ten weeks mm-hmm. and you've got to do this and Again, you can't have sex before you fight. I mean, like I said, I had sex the night before I fought every day. I had sex the day. <laughs> I had sex the day I fought, you know. So, but um, <clears throat> I'm just saying, people people believe that. And if it's in your head, that's what you believe. And if you don't believe it, it's, uh, you know, like I said, um, that's one, one of the reasons why I never, um, well, I, I, I took vitamins and took things, but I never ever 
relied on because you know you've got these guys that come to the gym saying oh i didn't have that drink today. i'm gonna i'm not gonna feel good because i didn't have a drink or they didn't have any vitamins so mm-hmm. but like i said i just think that we're so regimented and people just believe that that's how it should be but i mean if you train hard I don't, I don't, did did you have sex the day of your fights, did oh, you just say? Two odd I have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How did that impact you? <laughs> did did more it rela- affect more, you more at all? Or? <laughs> like, we, did you well, they, have a relaxing well, experience for was, those or did I, you? I, I'll tell you a story. I remember years ago. He's trying this, to lose weight. Yeah, no, no, this, no, this is a true story. Like Johnny Lewis told me this. He said that because he knew, <laughs> he knew my habits and stuff. He said to me, Jeff, do me a favour. It was when I was going to have my first rematch with Satoshi Shingaki, the 15-round yep. rematch for the IBF title. Yep. And he said, Jeff, promise me you're not going to. And Ben, I, for one week I I didn't. One week before the fight. Right. The day of the fight, um, a friend of mine happened to pop <laughs> into the room and say hello to me and, um, yeah, <coughs> women weak in legs. I don't yeah. think so. I don't well, know. Well, Paulie says women weak in legs. I don't believe him. Yeah, the fight but went right. right. What was that? That was the uh, well, Mike Tyson used to say it as well. Like, I guess everyone, everyone would have said like not to do it, well, because of the testo- uh, testosterone or something, yeah. But um, yeah, reckon, well, I think that's they, the theory. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, they reckon that it's now that you, you know, if you you obviously release, you you generate new you testosterone. Build up more they reckon, testosterone, yeah. they reckon it's better, so they're there actually you you're ahead of the curve. Step ahead, He's a scientist. He's a scientist. Alex, with your with your limited fight camp, the six week, do you think that was a strategy by the UFC to give you a short, short amount of time to <laughs> look, prepare? Or what are your thoughts? There's a lot so of conspiracies around. Yeah. Mate, look, to me, look, I'm, I'm going to stay uh, away from all that. But at oh, the same time, enough. that I mean, like, oh, I'll still yeah. answer. But I mean, you know, you can, there's plenty of things that, that makes you think, like, mate, what, what's going on here? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. a, you, if you really were into the conspiracies, there's, there's a few things that but I guess what the great thing is manipulating you, as well. Right, but guess what, what I mean? the great thing is, you know, you can you can do it in six weeks now, you know. Yeah. As long as you just oh, don't. Really, you know. And like I said, sometimes having eight weeks and sparring that little bit extra sometimes can take the edge off you. And I tell everybody, it's better to have the engine a little underdone than if it's overdone, it's burnt out. When it's underdone and you're an athlete like you are, and I've watched you and I'm, you know read up about you, and spoke to Mark Bros about you, who's one of your, your great fans. And um, when you're prepared to work hard, wow, well, six weeks. You, you know, yeah, that, for me, oh, that's all you need. I, I agree 100 percent with you. When I say like it only probably takes me, as I said, when I started to get. Fit where I'm comfortable with my fitness yeah. probably only took a few yeah, weeks. Yeah, a couple of but weeks. But yeah. just uh, again with our structure, we try and do again perfect. You know, camp we try well, and that's save. They, it. That's exactly, that's perfect. exactly right. So that's yeah. where people are. Oh, we'll do this, and then we ease into it. We don't get stuck in it. When then in the last couple of weeks, you know, you build more strength, and you know, a lot. Of, you know, they try and you know all the one percent as they say. Which look, I don't mind doing it again. I've I've went through the process and I've I've felt really good. So I again. But I don't think that people have to have, as you said, eight well, weeks to get ready. Because I got fit and I know I got fit enough within. It took Jeff Hardy ten days to, to be the light heavyweight champion of the world against a great fighter, and we got mm. ten days' notice. He went over there because he was relatively fit. He trained every day. Mm. He went over and won the light heavyweight championship of the world. So yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, like I said, a lot of it's this, this mental yeah. game, and um, you know, for me, it's, it's um, a great experience for you to know yeah. that you you still yeah you, you challenge yourself mm-hmm. and you done it and you brought the title back home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's just. Uh, with the with the isolation and all that type of stuff was a, a little bit different because usually I'm in the gym like you know anywhere from three four sessions a day, uh, you know all throughout the year you know what I mean I'm I'm in the gym uh, doing the hours and you didn't really get to do that I before I got the, then I got the exemption and then 
Yeah. That's when you had to look realistic. I hope a couple yeah. of those sessions aren't all trained. I hope you have a bit of enjoyment while you're in there as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. You've you got to have a bit of fun. Look at, oh, yeah, so anyway, well, the last two sessions, I like it. It sounds better when I say free yeah. four. But yeah. the, the last two sessions of the day, it's pretty much you could say it's one, but it's just back to back like that. So yeah. I say four. Makes me sound. Uh, <laughs> you're working harder. Yeah, um, exactly. I'm like, you know, Alex, I'm a strong believer. Like I said, I mean, I hear all these oh, people sorry, saying how yeah, we train for you know, four and five. The body can't. Can't really take that. So I'm, I'm one of these guys that it's um it's it's a uh, quality, not quantity. Mm-hmm. Like so I try to get in there. Young Brock, Brock runs in the morning and he um, does his boxing and mm-hmm. everything in the one session in the afternoon. We don't go to the gym three or four times because my priority is for Brock to come <coughs> and when he does his boxing training to, to be the best he can box. I don't want him to have sore legs when somebody gives him some yep. leg work or sore shoulders and something else. He wants to shine when he boxes, mm-hmm. and that's the most important thing. When he walks out of the gym in the afternoon, he says, wow, I boxed well late. Why I feel well late. What am I doing? It's because he's fresh mm-hmm. when he gets in the ring. A lot of these guys get it back to front, and they by the time they get there to do your sparring, and they've done all this other stuff during the day, and they think, wow, what's wrong with me today? What was wrong with you? He's done a two-hour session early before you mm-hmm. done what you're supposed to do, and what you want to do the best is is, is your yeah. MMA, you're fighting, you're striking, well, you're, you're wrestling. You're right. It's got to be, you know, it's got to be, you know, structured to how you do it as well. So if I just go there and bust my ass every single session, I'm going to be 60% every session. Yeah. It's not good enough. So obviously a lot of them sessions of, you know, tapered right down, technique and the beauty of MMA, I guess you've got so many aspects of the game that you've got to work as well, whether it's wrestling, jiu-jitsu, if you're doing strength and things like that, striking, boxing, kickboxing. So it's a... So it's all right, but again, you're 100%. I have to agree with you with uh, the fact that you know there's times where I used to try and train hard, as hard as I could. I would do the three, four sessions and try and bu- you know bust yeah, my I've ass. I've done the same. I've, yeah. and I've, I've just got glandular fever once from that from training too yeah. hard. Yeah, overtraining 100. The motor got burned out. I used to get staph infections. I used to get crook all the time. Was you know that that would happen from overtraining, and you know that's very common. So that's why yeah, you've got to really. Know what you're doing. There's times if you know if we're a little rundown, we'll have the morning off, or you know, yeah. you, most of the time it's you know tapered. It'll be maybe one hard session. If not, you know, especially with the six weeks, you'd think that we'll try and fit more in the six weeks, but it was all about quality. So we end up probably knocking a couple of sessions off, but worked on very fight specific sort of a, you know, we we've got names for them, but you know they were like. You know, meat grinder, we call it. And uh, it sounds pretty bad. Ben <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, You know, sounds like, yeah. So, you know, it's just, you know, we did things like that, spider workouts. So it was pretty crazy uh, sort of uh, uh, workouts that we'll do. But again, you couldn't do like all yeah. these sessions. No, so we'll not. make sure we'll do something like in the well, morning and then we'll finish yeah, with that. Yeah, that's why it surprised me. And no disrespecting because I, I'm a huge fan of George Gambos, but like, kind of says he trains for four or five hours a day every day. And it's impossible. It's, it's impossible. I mean, I don't care who it is. Let him let him come try to do an hour and a half session with us and see if he can do it. I mean, I just know it's impossible to push your body or to, mm. to try. Well, well, you shouldn't even do it. You, you shouldn't put your body in that position to, to think that it's capable of doing that. I mean, you run a marathon, you're done. That's a couple of hours. You need a month or so off. You know, you, you have a, a fight like you did or you fight 12 or 15 rounds and you need to go and have a break, you know, mm. you need to rest, you know. Alex, um, adding to that conspiracy theory thing, you, yep. you were drug tested. They woke you up to drug test you the night before yeah, the fight. Did. The fight was um, local time, like 7 in the morning or something as well, uh, I believe. So you would have been well and truly asleep by the well, time they came around. And it's not like it was, a, oh, sorry, we didn't know you were sleeping. I, I was pretty vocal about it. Like, I, <laughs> Well, they you wouldn't know. know everyone yeah. knows. Like, I think everyone was doing the sleeping patterns like that. But, uh, you know, I was uh, trying to go to bed at 7 and then wake up around three in the morning because yeah. I wanted to be up for a few hours before yeah. I fought yeah. and I wanted to be used to that time so I did that all week 
and uh, again, I was you know letting everyone know know about that. Like we even changed our, our schedules and everything, like you know media schedules to make yeah. sure it worked. And they did most of it because they knew everyone would do that anyway. But uh, yeah, there was a you know they come in and then I get woken up uh, by my coach and he's just like uh, then tells me what's going on. I'm like, now are you serious? What's yeah. going on here? So I'm chucking my my clothes on. I can hear him abusing them and. And like yeah, it was, a, it was a, well, you know, good on him. Wow. You, you should like I couldn't he's believe it. I'm just like, yeah, yeah funny, what's that, going on here? I've got another story for you. Remember, I done with Jeff Hardy, do you? You know this story, Alex. I was I was in Atlantic City after I'd retired and I played football and I went over. Oh and right, yes, Hardy I do know this story. <laughs> and I got into a big fight in the casino and um, pretty serious because the, all the police were looking for this Australian boxer. And Jeff Hardy, this is the name night, Jeff. This is the well, yeah, you know, this is the, the night before he fought, and um, you know, like I said, he had ten days' notice. He's asleep, and the police go and knock on his door and go to arrest him. You, in a fight, what do you mean I'm asleep? I'm fighting for the world title. I'm like, no, you're the boxer in Australia. You, man, anyway, they had to go and get confirmation that he had left his room. But yeah, they, they were really looking for me. But um, oh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they woke him up. But crazy. he went back to sleep and he, he won the light heavyweight world, world title, title, so it worked out fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So it's funny when you talk about the the yourself. So they come in and like again, it's a, it's not a easy process. Even. Oh, no it's not way. just like yeah. oh, pissing yeah, the cup. Yeah, somebody wants to watch yeah. you. Yeah, so I uh, yeah, like yeah, that's. Crazy, I'll, yeah. I'll get into this story. You yeah. like this one. So uh, I'll, I'm going in there. Need well, to like actually. Or like it? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we all like it. I think. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we we go in. Uh, yeah, so I, I wake up to go to the toilet because, you know, and then I, I yeah. go back to sleep and that's when I get woken up. So I just went to the toilet. Oh, wow. So I'm like, I wake up, get woken up, and they're like, you need to go to the toilet. I'm like, you're kidding. I just pissed like, you know, half an hour ago mm. or something because yeah. I woke up to do a piss. Yeah. And uh, so I'm like far out. So I'm trying. I wouldn't nah, – I end up getting like 20 mils or something. Start sculling. So I had to water load so I oh, could yeah. piss. Yeah, so I'm starting to – remember, I've got to get oh, back to sleep. Scary. I'm going to piss wow. in the night. See, you know, it's just ridiculous. So I end up doing that. And then – the thing is, uh, sometimes you need to do a two to do the one. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like, oh, and they've got to be there. So they're watching me hang a shit, you know what I mean? So well, I could try and piss I, in well, the Well, they have deserved it, I guess, for turning yeah, up yeah, at that time. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm like, I just look at them and go, sorry, mate. <laughs> well, now, the more that I hear this, this has to be a – it's not a conspiracy theory, but they tried to – I'm going to say, because I don't swear on the podcast, but they tried to fuck you over, brother. Mate, it's – I don't I, – they, yeah. know, they know the routine. Dana won't know you don't wake a fight up the day before he fights. He's fought. Those people know that stuff, so I don't, you know, that would, oh man, if I was your trainer, bro, they wouldn't be in your room. Do you know if Holloway That's was tested? It. Hey? Was Holloway tested? I don't know. So, but, well, there was a, another one of the guys he got as well that was tested. So, yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. Peter Yarn, so he was one of the other title fights. Yeah. Uh, I think he got woken up to, to piss as well. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it was just a. Did they want him to lose as well? Hey, yeah. maybe it was against Aldo, so you never know. But yeah, there you go. See. Yeah, that's I mean, it's yeah. no, it's crazy. Ridiculous. Who would do that to, to an athlete? It's, your yeah. sleep is the most important part of anything. Part of, part of competing, you need sleep. That's crazy. I've never heard that before. No, wow. Yeah, yeah they crazy. decided to do on, on the fight. No, that's night. just incredible. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. That's crazy. But that's what I mean. Look, you could. You know, I can't. You know, obviously, I'm just like, hey, it doesn't matter. I won't. Don't need to do that. Yeah. But then you can go right into it. And you can. Obviously, you start talking about bias commentary and all that, which is pretty common, you know what I mean? Mm. But then you've got these stats that I don't know how they can get them so wrong, you know what I mean? These stats that, stats that you're looking at, they can be showing that he's 10 ahead this third round and then the official stats come out and I'm 10 ahead. So it's like it's a very easy way to, you know, and then someone, yeah. someone's watching a fight, it, you know, it's a close fight, you know, you've got to give them that. But, I mean, uh, there's 
certain direction you can go somewhere and you can you can easily manipulate uh, people's minds. But I mean, again, it doesn't matter. The judges, they don't yeah. see no none of that shit. You they won. see what's in front yeah. of them. We got the job done. That's yeah, all that matters. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. you were pretty confident in the fight though yeah. that you had won the fight after the five rounds. Yeah, because exactly. The first two pretty clearly went against you. Yeah, there. exactly right. But so after we, that, we know how it works, and you got to remember, you know, as a for for boxing, see in the uh, MMA, you know, you get uh, knocked down even even though they'd actually didn't say it was a knockdown because I just went to a knee anyway. But still, uh, you you don't get ten eights no, for that, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. need to, you know, it's, it doesn't work like that. But at the end of the day, you know, it's the most significant strike. You know, it was the, the most damage done, so you got to give it to him. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have got to give them them rounds to him. We knew that, even though they were pretty competitive before that. Then he, he finished. The round strong. All right, he's got that. We knew that going into the third round, we knew we're, we're too behind. We've got to start working. So the third round goes, which is the one that everyone's sort of talking about. But then, uh, you know, my coaches are like, we're pretty confident. We're like, all right, we need the next one. We If we lose any of these next three, yeah, uh, you know, from third onwards, we lose this fight. You know what I mean? So that's why we won. Then the fourth we won, and we're like, we need this last one. You know what I mean? And obviously yeah. his corner saying the same name. It's close. You know, you need to win this last round. So... But again, you had to dig deep and get the job done. We did it. So have they told you now that you're not going to be forced into another fight with Max or, or, or Yeah, no, look, well, look, it's at the end of the day, I did the rematch for him already. You right. know what I mean? Like, you know, who, but they still many, might try and push you there. Oh uh, yeah, maybe. You know, they they they, they pretty much pushed the, the rematch that we yeah. already had, like, you know, honest. You know, he you even have Max saying that you know that I was calling for the fight before the, the fight is saying that I, I don't know, is he acting like oh, a yeah. champion? He's calling mm, for the yeah. fight and I'm like not really. I had no choice, so I may as well just run with it. Yeah. You know, that was all that that was all that was offered to me. All right, fine. You know, let's do it anyway. You know, I think that's still the biggest fight in our division. <coughs> so that's how I looked at it. You know, biggest fight because biggest you for me, the, great, the, the greatest challenge, mate. Yeah, exactly. You know, I just think for the division, it was the biggest fight for my profile, the biggest fight, and this card that it was going to be on as well. I was like, you know, it's a big, big opportunity. Stuff it, let's do it. You know what I mean? And then, uh, you know, he got that chance. But to just give him another chance, as I said, what do I just keep going until uh, I lose, until he wins? <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just, and look, they understand that. They're going to they're gonna know. So we've got our eyes on all the other guys in the division. And it's a stacked division too. So we've got, you know, a lot of contenders and it's exciting division. But your, your road to the UFC Championship, you fought all the top guys. Jose Aldo, Max Holloway mm-hmm. twice. You didn't have an easy ride to become nah. the featherweight champion. So. Well, it's... Just how's it always been? You know, you, you shoot for the ranks, right? There's a ranking system for a reason, yeah? And, uh, you know, sometimes it's, it's starting to change a little bit, you know, uh, especially in, in UFC. Uh, you know, it's just it's just crazy. Like, you've got even these guys as a bit, he's, was meant to fight. He's another guy that, you know, they're, they're probably going to start trying to push uh, in our division. Uh, you know, he was meant to fight Yair Rodriguez and then he got injured. Uh, so he's like just thinking he's just going to get the title shot now. And as if I'm going to be the replacement, I'm the champ and I'm going to replace this guy. And I'm just like, mate, that's not how it works. You know what I mean? It's just funny how people just, as I said before, I earned my, my shot. As I, you know, I earned this. It wasn't given to me. I earned yeah. this shot. You're right, you did. And now I'm telling my my contenders, that's what you got to do. That's I'm, I'm an easy I'm an easy champ to understand. Get yourself number one contender, you get the shot. Plain yeah. and simple. Um, they love the story, the UFC uh, fraternity, about you being a rugby league player and, and being much bigger. They tend to say that you were 240 pounds, but you're 214 yeah. pounds, which is 97 kilos. But um, it's a huge body transformation you've been through. Yeah, 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 it was definitely. Yeah, and I've, uh, just, I've always been heavy set. you know what I mean? Just uh, even as a kid, I've always had that bigger build and and just, yeah, just, you know, I, I love my burek and, uh, you know, my, my food's like that. So I've just always been bigger and then playing rugby league, uh, just – 
Yeah, man, I had a massive head too. You should have seen the size of my head. <laughs> like something that I always, when I look at the photo, I just think, look at that head, man. It's a blowout. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a, yeah, definitely, definitely a big transformation. Great team name too, Gorilla Gorillas. Gorilla Gorillas, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I looked a bit like a, a gorilla name too. So I was just, as, like I said, I was as white as I was tall, but I just had tree trunks and legs and it's just, yeah, but, uh, you know, just slowly just, you know, wanted to, even my last year of football, I ended up getting down to about 88 kilograms, which is pretty light for me in my football days. So I was like, uh, you know, and that's when I ended up having a couple of fights, my last uh, my last year of footy and won a couple of fights. I was like, oh, pretty good at this. Let's, let's take it on. Yeah. And that's that's when we uh, we took it on. And now look, so it was a good decision. Yeah, do, great decision. Do you think it's because you had a preference for an individual sport over a team sport as well that you managed to really cling on to, to, to this path? That's... That is uh, something that I, I love. I love right. about fighting. Uh, the fact that obviously it's still a team. You still got your coaches. You still got, you know, a lot of people in preparation for you. So, you, but at the same time, you know, you don't put the hard work in, and you know, well, and the you, other thing you know, which is more important, nobody can help you. I mean, we can have the exactly best right. in the world. So if you you've got to you've got to put well, you know, the player they give you got to go out there and, and and put in the play. And I mean, like I said, um, every time I watch you now, I, I, what I'm liking more and more about is you're trying to make your opponent fight your fight. If you fight somebody else's fight, you lose. It's mm-hmm. as simple as that. If you make them fight your fight, yep. you'll be successful. And one of the things that even saddens me more is that I just don't think that the Australian media have supported him or Robert enough. I just think that they, they deserve a lot more. I remember when I was everything I done from the front page of paper, the back page of paper and stuff, and our only world champion at the moment. Yeah, I agree with that. He yeah. deserves so much more. And I mean, oh, wow. Yeah, what so much what more. are your thoughts on that? Um, obviously, uh, yeah, we think you should be a bigger star in Australia and a mm-hmm. lot of people do. Uh, how do you think you're received here by the mainstream media? Yeah, look, it's a, it's still growing. Like MMA is obviously uh, getting much bigger and bigger, so you're you obviously definitely getting the headlines a little bit more. But, yeah, you, you're right. You know, it's probably not as uh, much as we'd like. But that's, we, a, that's, something that's, we that's need to push more. He's saying that all, all everybody talks about now is MMA. Mm. I mean, there should. I mean, for me, there should be a columnist, somebody who writes on, the, on, on these guys every day. It should be like a was a boxing writer. It should be a writer who's going to continually put these guys where they need to be. So, so do you think a bit of it bunch. comes back to the fact that the UFC aren't based here? That there isn't. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not really pushing towards our media here. Do you think that's a probably a negative for you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. You know, and obviously we've got uh, so many other sports that, that are really big here yeah. too as well. So it's just. Still Look, champ, you're a world champion. Exactly champ, right. Yeah, so world. 100%, you know, I, I agree with that. World. But, uh, you know, the things are, you know, it's definitely, uh, definitely changing. So, you know, compared to, you know, after my last fight to now, obviously it's definitely more and more. But, I mean, at the same time, you know, yeah, it's, nev- it's never enough. You know, we want as yeah, much as course. we can. So, but, yeah, you're right. It's definitely not where, where it should be. Uh, but, hey, that's why we're just going to keep pushing and, do what we can. But you are starting to get the purses by the sounds of things uh, in the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, well, that's a, you know, that's a starting to change as well. You know, it's might not, might not be like a, your, your golf or some of the, the numbers <laughs> you see the, the box yeah. and get and yeah. stuff like that. But, uh, you know, it's obviously uh, definitely But it's better, better than, than the Gorilla Gorillas. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Definitely better than the local scene uh, in, in Australian uh, MMA as well. Alex, you've got a bit of a background in wrestling, mm-hmm. a bit of Greco-Roman wrestling, but most of your fights to date have been sort of stand-up brawls. Um mm-hmm. How come you don't sort of focus on or, or, or take them to the ground and do a bit more wrestling? Yeah, it's just, man, it's, again, like we, we, with uh, game planning and things like that. So I, I'm, I like to say I'm well-rounded. I can take the fight anywhere. I believe I'm 
in our division without, you know, tooting my own horn, I believe, you know, I, I can out-grapple pretty much everyone. I think I can out-strike everyone as well, which is uh, pretty pretty good, you know what I mean? If I feel like if I'm struggling somewhere, I've got other ways to go. So uh, you watch my earlier earlier fights. If you watch my first four or five fights in the UFC, you'd think I'm a grappler. Like, yeah. And that's what a lot Maybe of people just thought safer. I was a grappler. Now everyone watches my last fights and they think I'm just a striker. Yeah, do you yeah, feel yeah. safer standing up or do you feel safer on uh, the ground? Yeah, I'd say safer on the ground, definitely. You know what I mean? Wow. It's just cause especially when there's so much on the on the line uh, with a fight. And, you know, yeah, it's MMA, small gloves, they say, and just like in boxing, you know, you could be one punch away from and that that's it. So obviously it's always going to be a little bit different on the feet. But, again, like you said, just make a fight your fight. Yeah, so how much I get boxing a, training do you do, Alex? I do, yeah. Not just – you know, boxing uh, by itself, but, uh, you know, I, we do get our boxing guys come in and we do, do the rounds and uh, I, I do a fair really bit good boxing guy. I'd love to help you, mate. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Ben. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, I'd yeah, love to. No, I'd love yeah, to. For sure. no, Jeff, I'd love to put you through some uh, workouts, I'm sure. But um, So I bring my gear. I bring my gear ready. I was like, oh, maybe after the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just have that lift arm ready to drink some water. <laughs> yeah, mate, there we go. So we'll do some weights training. <laughs> but you have had one professional boxing fight here in Sydney. Yes. Um, will you look to do that again at some point? Oh, mate, yeah, yeah, I reckon. I reckon. Like, I love it. I love boxing. I love boxing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's – and even the, the – yeah, I boxed back then, like uh, the – the boxing I can do now compared to then, you know, is is, is much better. But mm. it's uh, still obviously something that I'd, I'd like to do later. Obviously, it's a whole different kettle of fish, especially when, you know, these guys have been doing boxing their whole life. But yeah. it's definitely something that after UFC, you know, if we can make a big fight happen, there's something I'm definitely uh, So would you look to in. do like a one-off? Now we obviously can't. Would you try and sort of make oh, a yeah, I don't it? Think it no, it would probably be more of a – you know, we'll see what fight we can sort okay. of get. Yeah, I, like, yeah. It excites me. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, like yeah, I said, that's yeah. why I, I like that. Especially the weight you are, like there's yeah, plenty yeah, of... Yeah, for yeah. sure, 100%. Do you know Justin Fitzgerald? Justin Fitzgerald. Justin the, Fitzgerald. The, the boxing trainer that he, trains... He trains Rob Whitaker. Rob Whitaker. Um, oh, okay, yes, I do know. Yeah. Sorry, yes, yes. yes. He, Train sack, yeah. He, yeah, yeah, he trained, he was like an apprentice to me. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so he's tight with um, Whitaker's team now and, yeah. and and does a lot of his training, but yeah, he's done really him, well. Met him a few times, yeah. sorry. I'm bad with names, man. Yeah. Bad with names. But, uh, yeah, it's just – yeah, I, I love it. it was, uh, oh, the reason why I had that boxing fight was just because I, I couldn't get any fights yeah. in Australia. I was struggling, yeah. really struggling to get uh, opponents and then we're like, man, I want to fight. I need to stay competitive. Give me a boxing match. And because I was MMA pro, I had to go pro boxing. So who do I end up – Dylan Bajero, you four. Yeah, Bajero. Yeah. 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 Dylan. Dylan. Yeah. Um, and he, he won it on points. I think you <laughs> dropped him in the first round and then <clears throat> won on points. Is that right? Yeah, he was. It was a uh, yeah point. So it was. Yeah. Uh, he was. He was tough. I landed yeah. some yeah, some yeah, big shots, yeah, but yeah, yeah, he was tough kid. there for sure. Yeah. But dad, he had a, a lot his of. Dad I think Anthony Mundine mm, and yes. a few others. So going into that, yeah, I end up. I didn't really know the, the father, but I mean, his dad um, ended up telling me that. Oh, sorry, I was told about his dad. You know, big yeah. in boxing and things mm. like that. So I knew he had a lot of uh, amateur fights and stuff. So mm. that was his debut as well. So. It was interesting. Like I said, I just wanted to do it for to stay competitive, stay active. Did you always know you were going to be a champion? Was that that was a mindset going into MMA? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> look, but I mean, like, I think that's everyone's sort of like man. Before I was even training MMA, well, I, I don't actually ever know you're going to be. Of course, we we all aspire, you, you wish to be inspired. You. That's what you think. Wow, how great would it be? Yeah, yeah but I think yeah. Alex pictured himself with the UFC belt before he'd ever I was had a fight. I wasn't even in training at the time. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wasn't even wrestling back then. I, don't, I might have wrestled, but, you know, I wasn't yeah. even training in MMA and I loved UFC. 
and I used to watch it. This is back in like Ken Shamrock and Tito days. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was watching, I was like, just picturing myself, you know, listening to music and, you know, like me, you know, holding up a belt and things like that. And I'm, I'm going to be champion. They even said it to people I was watching. Like, they would look at me like, this idiot. But like, hey, I, I didn't lie. So, <laughs> but yeah, it was a, yeah, it's something that I've always, always loved. You know, I've always loved martial arts, all martial arts, you know. So it's something I was always going to do. And wrestling, you know, was a big, you know, big part of uh, me growing up, even though I only done one or two years, but it's just, yeah, again, it's just always even my, me and my brother just wrestling, you know, just bashing each other. So, the, so the weight cut, how hard is it? The weight cut? It, look, what, do you, what do you lose? I lose about seven kilograms probably in the week. In the last so week? So I'll probably do about, you know, anywhere from four to five. I used to get like the way I did it, but now I'm doing a little bit different. I'll hold a little bit more right to the end of the week and then I'll just, so I stay a bit more healthy and get my energy and then I'll just lose it. Uh, but uh, yeah, about anywhere from four kilos um, the night of. So yeah, I've done, <laughs> I've done a, like seven kilograms w within the twenty four hours, and that was after already depleting myself. So right. that was that That's was tough. bad. That wasn't yeah. in the UFC. That was my first featherweight fight, and mate, I never wanted to do that to my body ever mm. again. That's not healthy. It's crazy, right? So, and what's your process in in losing the weight? So yeah, you go the fight week. Usually, you got a pretty, you know, uh, the got a nutritionist and you know got a dietitian on board and uh, which helps a lot especially when you want to train and as we're talking about you know you need to have them energy levels about recovery and you know you, if you're going to do solid sessions you you want to have the right foods you want to have the energy for it and things like that so you need to eat well and uh, you need to recover so you know but you need to sort of lose weight at the same time so you, you do all that and then the last week is when you really start water loading and, uh, you know, then you see, start that would the be the opposite. Yeah, can we compare to yeah, what see, you used to do, Jeff? Yeah. Yeah. Even as a trainer, my thing now is, of course, as our boys are cutting, I would tell the sparring partners, they're cutting weight, let's, we're here to help you, you're here to help us. You do what I do. I mean, I remember um, when I trained Tyson, I would tell people exactly what to do. Tom, tie your hands up behind your back and throw a punch. You're not going to throw a punch because it's my job. I'm looking after mine. Yep. But um, me, I used to, um, wow, I wouldn't have a... Half a bottle of water a day. I wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't, yeah, would, we were dead against drinking and, mm. yeah, during, I'd spar 15 rounds, not have a sip of water. You would never drink water, you know. Mm. Yeah, oh, so yeah. we were, uh, we, yeah, and again, um, to this day now, as a trainer, I would like my boys to lose, yeah, the last, you know, three, three or four kilos, you know, the, the day, two days prior to it, mm -hmm. you know, because um, I'm this kind of guy, I believe in this, that um, your, your stomach's this big, if it shrinks, a week early, it's going to get used to staying that mm -hmm. big. And when you want to try to put that weight back on it, yep. you know, and you go to the toilet, you get there. So I just try to do it right at the end. Yeah, that's man. What, that's yeah. what I've Just experience, you know. Yeah, man, 100%. But back then, like, we never drank water and what wasn't, we never knew about this, yeah. drinking all this water, you you know, you know. Yeah. It's, Mate, yeah. So that, that's tough, man. Like, it, yeah. You know, I could I could only imagine because even fight week, even though we we still eat now, I'm still eating pretty good. But you can still notice that you know a couple of weeks before you had more energy levels because yeah. it starts to taper a little bit more. But I mean, you know, fight week especially. But I mean, I could only imagine like not drinking and then barely eating anything and still having to train. It's that's hard work. But now again, you know, the knowledge is there. There's a, there's a bit of knowledge there, and you're right about the stomach shrinking and all. Yeah. That's why we I eat reasonably. I'm good. still scared of telling. Brock and the drink, all that water. I'm like, where's it going to go? Yeah, it? but have you spoken to people about maybe yeah, that's the way that you should? Yeah, I, yeah, I have, and I've spoken. And it's to hard for you because you didn't yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. And, I've, and that's why Brock looks at me and doesn't want to do it because he knows I didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can do whatever Jeff done. I mean, I you know, maybe I was crazy, but I done it, you know. But I'm yeah, I'm, I'm worried. Like there's one day, Alex, that I was I had to fight and I um, had broken my hand, so I went to a health farm and I couldn't make weight. So they told me that 
I would relinquish the title yeah. the day of the fight, and, but I didn't want to. So the morning of the fight, I ended up running close to run 5K. Every day I did my 5K run three times, and we waited in the day of the fight. Oh, and yeah. we waited in at 12 o'clock. That's tough so, too. So I, lo- so I lost my last like six pounds that morning. Yeah, well, that night and morning without eating or drinking, I hadn't drank for days, and, um, you know, yeah, it was the t- – I'll never forget that after the last run, I went to walk up and see I lived in that little house at Uskabu with stairs, and Peter Matreski was there, and I just collapsed. I fainted because I had no energy left, you know. And when, when I went to the way, and my, I'll never forget my mum looking at me crying because she thought I was going to die because I'd yeah. been dehydrated my face and all yeah. so, and you sucked in and stuff, but no, you know. And I went to fight that night, you know, and in the, in the sixth round, wow, he hit me with a – be who can rock the hell out of me, and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we still see a lot of fighters today, don't we, who do the, the the weight the wrong way, particularly in professional boxing. You would have seen a lot of blokes who mm. who really struggle on the scales. Yeah, well, like I said, I you know I, I can't convince Brock to do it that way because right. he old school has looked at me and looked at everything that I've done. So it's, it's hard, but I'm trying. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So it's like it's, but like I said, when when somebody tells me they can drink, I don't know how many liters of water. So I drink. I'll, I'll drink like especially you know a few days out, a couple of days out. I'm drinking anywhere from eight to ten liters. So, but you must be sitting on the toilet all night. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. I, I stop a little bit early, so I'm not on the yeah, toilet all night. Yeah. But I literally like just to, just just to help you with. I literally probably lose maybe a kilo a day from doing that. So it's hard oh, to wow. incorporate. You think, oh, I'm going to hold a lot more water, but when you start like say you, you cut, or you cut your Carbs and sodiums, you start depleting of like that's flush. It's like going in the sauna and sweating, right? And then you that's sort of just releasing yeah, it yeah, a yeah. different way and all the toxins and all that. So that's a yeah. Again, I don't. I'm not. You know, I don't know the full science behind it, but I know enough that you know. And I've tried it. It's working. So, and it, it's been working. So that's why. Yeah. Again, like it's just. Uh, yeah, it would be it would be hard to do it. Uh, how, how you said. Uh, Back in them days, like the same day weigh in and that, like, because they yeah. still do that in some sports, like some maybe amateur boxing, but people still try and cut the weight. So you get wrestlers that are oh, still, yeah, they're still, they're still trying to cut weight, but fight or compete the yeah. same day. Well, that's just crazy. And just that's dangerous. Between being an amateur boxer and fighting at the Olympics or mm. the world, any of those Australian title, you might have three fights in three days, and you've yeah. got to. Every every time you make weight, Go back you down, put yeah. the weight back yeah. on. You've got to lose it again. Like, mm. Back in those days, people taking. Yeah. To, yeah. to go to, to, to weed and to poo and yeah. yes, now, you know I remember being in Northern Ireland and um, that was my first ever trip overseas in the world in uh, the, the Commonwealth titles and man, a couple of my mates made me eat and drink with them and next thing I'm looking on the scales I got back I I was up all night because I I fill a bucket up with urine and Ugh. went to the toilet because I I taken laxets or else I couldn't have made weight yeah. Not Sounds good fun. Yeah. Nah. How's your life changed, Alex, since becoming the UFC champion? Yeah, it's, has, it's, has it changed? Yeah, yeah, it's changed. It's changed. It's just weird. for me. I, just, I mean, I'm just a regular bloke, you know. I mean, that's that's the difference. So I, 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 yeah, I'm doing the the whole world champion thing, but at the same time, I get home, I'm just dad. You know, I mean, that, that's it. Like I, I forget about everything. Uh, you know, my kids don't give a shit that I, I got a shiny belt. You know what I mean? <laughs> so they they're still going to give me shit. They're still going to ke- wake me up five in the morning. So it's you know what I mean. I, as soon as I'm home, I, I'm I'm just daddy. But then obviously you know you things know, are different. Alex, I remember saying that a few years for quite a few years. Ah, nothing's ever you, you you things change without you even recognise they change mm. without you giving credit them changing. I mean, like I said, um, where I even when I was world champ, where I, where I'd eat. At home every night, then you'd eat at a restaurant. You think you can get away with it. Where I ran at five every morning, <coughs> I'd run at seven o'clock, and things change. With yeah. the, the, I mean, success 
fame of fortune changes everybody. Look, hopefully it won't, but um, I don't really believe I've spoken to anybody that, that it hasn't really changed. Do you think it's helped that. you that the success has come a little bit later, or not late, you're only 31 mm-hmm. or something now, but um, the success of becoming a world champion came a little bit later in your sports career? Um, I don't know. It's just... Again, man, I'm just – I don't know if I'm just bred different to something yeah, right. because I, I literally just play what's in front of me. Yeah, you've got to realise this. I remember I fought Carlos Zarate. Yeah. He just had 12 fights back, won the whole 12, 11 by knockout yeah. when he made his comeback. You know, and, um, he, I think he was 29 or 30. Everybody, uh, he was too old, but yeah. 30's not old anymore. Yeah, Things yeah, yeah. have changed. Yeah, yeah, 30's not old anymore. Yeah, you know? no, for sure. Yeah, look, it's different look, to Look at life today. Them, you know? yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was – Past the tw- I think he might have been 28 or something. Yeah. I was an old man, he was past oh, yeah. that, you know. It's, yeah, it's all yeah. changed. And, no, he, and when I fought Daniels over the guys, it was the same. He was 26 or 27. He had just lost his first fight ever, and he's in the Hall of Fame now. But he, he went on after I beat him to become world champion, hold that for another five or six years. But mm-hmm. yeah, so age is really a number these days if you do things right and you look after your body. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you've got a good team that know how hard to push you and when to push you at that age. Mm-hmm. I think you see that in rugby league table with the Cameron Smiths and they have a day off and they go to to train because they're they're ready for what they have to Mm. do. They're match fit, you know. You know, back to what you were just saying, like you're probably right when you're saying uh, you don't really notice it. Like, because again, me, I'm just me. I'm the same guy I was 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But like uh, here I am going like, oh, you know, much has changed, but... I think the last four nights I've been in hotels that yeah. that they've they've wanted me to stay there and you know what I mean and we're going yeah. out dinners and things yeah. like that you know yeah. what I mean so yeah. it's weird you're right you don't again I'll do that and then I'll go back home and I'll forget all about yeah. that yeah. but I mean it, it definitely changed obviously I don't I can't be out as as much yeah of course but then everybody drive, asks you you know it's obviously yeah. a little bit different but everybody asks you, and you as a person I guess and you still want to be that modest yeah. guy that, that everybody really thinks. yeah. Yeah, but but I literally do I forget though. Have I, you got I the same walk the streets and then I I'm just walking and then someone will be like, oh hey, can I get a photo? I'm like, oh yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. They, honestly, have you got, have you got the same mates? About it. The same mates that you had. Yeah, Pretty much. everyone. Okay. And, and that's a, that's, I think that's another an thing. important that's, part. That's what I mean by I'm still this guy. I was yeah. Even when I like I like everything that I used to do, I still do with them. So I'll well, like you know I'll have a catch up with them. And I'll just tell a few of the guys yeah. and expect, you know, usually when we're younger, we'll just tell the guys, oh, yeah, we're going in. Then they tell everyone, so, we all go there and we, we go out. That's so I do it and then I, I don't tell everyone. There's people that miss out and they're like, oh, you didn't tell me. So yeah. fuck off all the boys would, you know. That's how we <laughs> always used to do it. See, Ben, that's no, maybe what you said, that you, you are a little lucky that you've done it all. Because I remember when I started to, to fight and I was, Alex, I was in these gangs that all these people that I was with constantly every day. And I couldn't go out with them. I was still with my friends, but they were, they were kind of cranky at me. Hey, you don't come out with us anymore. You don't. You just, mm-hmm. That was when I was 19, 20. Because I, I lived, I was in bed every night at 8 o'clock. I was up yeah. at 5. And uh, yeah, but you maybe are a little lucky because yeah. that, that, that age, you know, you, you were still with them yeah. during that prime. And I still thought, of course, they're going to love you even more yeah. now. I want to do that. But no, yeah, a good point, Ben. Mm. Mm. Thanks. What do, you, <laughs> what do you think makes you so successful, Alex, or has made you successful? Man, like it's – I guess I, you, we talk about it a lot of times and I, I can't hit the nail. Every time I talk about it, I find, as I'm explaining things, I find a little thing. Man, it's just from a young age and, uh, you know, just always pushing myself, like never settling for, you know, whether – and if there's a challenge in front of me, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to adapt to it and I'm just going to get it done. I've always done that, like with everything. And I think that's uh, just made me like, you know, obviously when you look at, you know, my last fights and or, or whatever it is, a lot of people know me as the hard worker and can go for days and, you know, the gas tank. And I really do think that's helped me to to be where I am. And uh, I, I I don't know, it's just from a young age, just, yeah, just again, just being a hard worker. I can't really put 
tell you exactly where it come from, but all I know is that you put a puzzle in front of me, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to try to anyway. You know yeah. what I mean? I've just always been been like that. And, uh, you know, through life experience, whatever it is, you know, I've just adapted and, and just made it work for me. And that's uh, just, I th- I, you know, and just through experience. That's just your upbringing. Me, you know what I mean? That's, that's, yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's why I told you. That's that walk upbringing. You know, you, you, those parents that you watched work their backsides off for mm-hmm. you. And, yeah, I, I was the same, Alex. I was the smallest kid in the footy team, but... I always train hard. I always try to tackle more than anybody else because I wanted, I wanted to get that recognition. I said, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, like I, I, deep down I knew I was never going to be as great as it, but I, I wanted to be. So yeah. I, I just worked. I tried to work as hard as I could to to, to make people recognise what I done. Yeah. And it was just as important. Like I said, I'm, I might have scored a try, but I would have done you know twenty more tackles than anybody else in the game. Mm. And I was like I said, I was half their size. Like I can feel the thing, and it's it's great, you know. Mm. Do you, have yes. a, do you have a plan in terms of your career, like how long you're going to go for, whether you're going to go up in weight, like what, what you want to sort of achieve before you can be happy to walk away? Yeah, it's a, I guess I haven't like properly planned like yeah. my the, the career because like, you, you never know, I guess. Well, you don't want to think about it a lot of Yeah, time, exactly. But I mean, I know I, I can't fight forever. So obviously you need to think, think for the future and, and things like that. But you know, it's just uh, yeah. Again, like I still think I've definitely got a few few fights left in me, a few few more years. That's mm. for sure. So I guess I'll just uh, w- through fighting. You know, I'll just worry about that. But obviously, there's a lot that needs to be done outside of fighting because you know you can't fight forever, and you need to you know obviously look for for your future. And that you know that's a that's a big deal. So you know we're you know just trying to you know obviously look into that and do do what we can right now. Yeah, right. definitely. What's your what's your status like in the states? Obviously, Jeff Fennick is is huge in the states, and mm-hmm. as he is here, what's what's your profile like there? Uh, yeah, well, it's probably uh, the a much more hate of me now because of what yeah. <laughs> they definitely <laughs> know me, but I don't know if they like me at the no, moment. That, that can be a good thing. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. good. Hey, yeah. hey, 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 you know, again, like it was a bit. That was a big card. You know what I mean. The, the yeah. world was watching that. They think mm. they've done like one point three million buys. Uh, so that's a you know pr- pretty big, especially obviously with the timing and things like so that. So you've got twenty or thirty million. Hey, oh, I wish <laughs> I got that. I wish I got that. But I mean, we, we do get we do get a touch of the the pay per view. So that, that's good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's yeah. why I had to be. I had to be in the you know that that card. That's why I was like, man, I've got to be in this card. Mm. You know, so I knew I knew I got wind that it was going to be three title fights and things like that. So that's why I was like, man, it's a big opportunity. Let's just let's just do it. Do they give you a date now to work towards as to when the next fight might be? No, not really. Again, they're gonna you know sort of leave it up to us as well. But I mean, I like to stay active. And again, I I, I can't fight you know forever. So you know, I want one before the year's out. But again, I want to let the division. You know, I don't want them asking me, oh, who do you want now? I was like, well, let the division like play itself out yeah, for, right. yeah, give me a, a month or two. We'll see how the, how the, like, again, we've got guys that are meant to be fighting each other that are right up there. And I guarantee you they win. You know, one of them wins in wild fashion. Everyone's going to be screaming their name and, you know, they're going to completely forget about Max, the trilogy. They're going to forget about Henry Cejudo calling me out. That's just going to be the name everyone's calling. So I just got to let it, let it play out. Got my eye on all of them. Like I said, I'm a champ. We've, uh, I'm chasing these contenders. I've got my eye on every single one of them. What about in terms of a training camp? If you do get towards that, are you going to be able to go to New Zealand again, like you usually do, or don't know? It just we, we just, to play I guess out. we we don't know. We yeah. don't know what's. It, but I mean, there over there in New Zealand, it's you know, it's things are under control. Yeah, things much. are pretty good. But the thing is, uh, you know, what do I go there? Do two weeks. You know what I mean? Do two week quarantine, and then you mm-hmm. know, then without the film. So yeah, yeah, okay, you can go there and give yourself enough time in the camp. But that's like. Mm. Well, you're going to be like eight weeks away from yeah. your family or something yeah. like that, or more. It's hard. So I, I, it's hard. So you just, you, we just know. I guess we've got to, we've got to, we've got to wait or just take the whole family there. But uh, two week quarantine with yeah. the family, <laughs> with the kids in a room, 
Yeah, that sounds tough. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> um, you would have watched Israel Adesanya's uh, journey from up close, mm-hmm. obviously being a teammate. He's a, he's got all the makings of a legitimate superstar, mm-hmm. mainstream star, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's. A, I remember meeting him the first time I met him. He was already had a bit of hype around him. He was only kickboxing at the time. He yeah. might have had a couple of fights, uh, MMA fights, but uh, just you know, just some some guys are just different. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And you, there is this. Uh, he is different. Like, so, you know, I remember just being at the beach when we in Thailand and, uh, again, people were talking to me, so I knew that he was a, he was a somebody. And um, you know, he's just in the beach and you could just hear him talking about soaking up the, like, just little things. I was like, you know, and then, like, just things he said. I was like, oh, I mean, you could put that in a movie, you know yeah, what I mean? Right, like, right. Yeah. put a camera on him and that that's that looks cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just everything. So it's, <laughs> but he's, he's actually a really cool dude. So a lot of people uh, – you know, I don't know what's their take on him, but he's actually really respectful and good dude. So, uh, you know, I've got nothing but respect for him. Uh, obviously, uh, with uh, the Rob Whittaker and him like fighting and that as well, like because I know Rob Whittaker yeah. pretty well. But then I've got, you know, you've got, you know, Israel, he's like a teammate of mine, the blood, yeah. sweat and tears Rolls we put in, the, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So that's a, it was tough. So a lot of people like couldn't get their head around that, but I was like, mate, like – but again, I support all the Australian and New Zealand fighters. But you know, obviously, Izzy and, and my teammates are, are yeah. really close with. His yeah. ring walks are a bit flashier than yours too. Yeah, I reckon I got a little. Maybe, well, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, I got. Well, his I, last ring walk was pretty, <laughs> was pretty out there. Which one? His, Israel's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was uh, the, the, the the dance as well. I, was like, yeah. I did know about that. I knew that he was going to do that because I ended up seeing him the night before the fight. And uh, they were going to do the dance routine. Yeah. So they were yeah. going to, to the arena <laughs> to do the dance so he could visualise. And, yeah. you know, because he's, he's all about visualisation and, like, he'll go there and, like, you know, and I, I'm, I'm a little bit different with my visualisation, but it, it's just cool to see him. He visualises every little weird, like, you know, little things like that, walking out, where I'm more of the visualisation that I use is fight-specific stuff. Like, you, yeah. know, you know, in a cage, like, you see me drilling, drilling a position, like, even if it's me shadow boxing, like, there's someone fucking there. Like, that's how yeah, much I'm visualising, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But, that's yeah. And that's, yeah, exactly. But yeah. he does it with everything. So you'll see him, like, even while he's walking down, he's pretending he's shaking someone's hand, you know, with like, everything. The only problem, with that, is, <laughs> the only problem <laughs> with that is if they lose. Uh, yeah, 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 they're going to cop it. Yeah. yeah. But he's just, yeah, again, like, uh, yeah, it's just, man, it's, you know, a lot of people, obviously, you look at it, he's a cockiness, you know, but, man, when you do really do believe in yourself, or you've got your Conor McGregor's and all that, like, you know, it, it does go a long way as well. They're, they're hard to beat when... If you don't believe in yourself. Yeah, exactly right. You've got to, the confidence and then the clear, you know, you, to, you've got to be confident because in the in the fight, if you're not confident, you're not not as clear. You know, you, you sort of need to have that clarity in there and that confidence really does help with that, I believe. And that's why you see the, some of the best guys that usually are reasonably confident. I ain't the cocky type, as yeah. I always say. I'm confident, not cocky. You know what I mean? So, but, uh, yeah, I'm definitely definitely pretty confident in my abilities, so I go in there very clear. Have yeah. you had much to do with him, Conor McGregor? No, nah, not Conor McGregor. No, no. not at all. No, uh, I, haven't, I haven't even met him. Oh, really? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I haven't met him. So, well, my uh, – the guys that uh, – some of the guys that look after me uh, work with – like his managers and things like that. So I've met his managers and, and things like that. So I know a little bit about him, but not, I don't know him mm. personally. Who were your idols growing up? Who did you My, well, look up MMA, to? Well, MMA, it was Chuck Liddell, yeah. back in Chuck Liddell's days. And yeah. like, I mean, I, was, I used to love him. Like I was a, a diehard fan. I remember when he uh, he ended up getting uh, knocked out by Rashad Evans. I thought he was on the on his way back because he, he was winning forever and then he lost I uh, lost again and then he, he ended up getting a win. I'm like, he's back, he's back. And then just this massive knockout that just, mm-hmm. I remember I was uh, concrete. This is back when I was concrete and I'm shoveling. 
and uh, you see me literally stop shoveling. I put my hand. I'm still shaking. Like three, four days later, like that's how devastated I was. <laughs> so I'd have to say Chuck Liddell was uh, yeah. definitely one of them. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I mean, just yeah, just uh, again, just wasn't any real reason. Just I just I loved him as a fighter. Yeah, pretty much. Beautiful. That's it. Well, mate, I want to just say it's been an honour having you here, man. Sitting beside you, um, yeah, oh. it's pretty good, brother. So was that was it? Oh. He's one of my idols here too, you know what I mean? We say thank you, Art, and I'm sure all the boys have had a, a great yeah, time. Yeah, tell you what, my, 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 coach, my coach is uh, jealous he's not here right now, that's for yeah. sure. So. <laughs> uh, pleasure to have you here, mate. Thanks a lot, and uh, good luck in your next fight whenever that turns up. All right, cheers. Thanks, Alex. Yeah, stay tuned. Don't forget to subscribe, Standing 8, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. <laughs>